Booked Podcast. Happy anniversary. When it's time to party, we will party hard. Welcome to Books, where two guys tell you about the books they're reading. I'm Rob Olson. You know what? You can do better than that. Try that one more time. <laughs> really? With some energy. Let's do this. Come on. This is exciting. It's our 200th episode. All right. Welcome to Booked, where two guys tell you about the books they're reading. I'm Rob Olson. And I'm Livia Sneddon. So, you motherfucker. Two, you did it normal. 200 episodes. Well, I was actually thinking we'd just leave this whole thing in. That's what I was going for. So. All right, here it is. 200, 200 booked episodes. Rob, that's how many more episodes than we thought we were going to do? Two, uh, 197. That is exactly right. You're the one that's good with math. But not only that, man. Happy goddamn anniversary. Dude, what are the chances that our 200th episode lands on the third anniversary to the day um, of the since podcast? We, since we kind of manufactured that about six weeks ago, <laughs> the chances are pretty goddamn good. Well, yeah, that's true. But why you got to always show everybody our, tr- our tricks and secrets? Dude, that was awesome, though, when you figured that out like six weeks ago or whatever. You're like, dude, dude, if we do this just right, and you were you were correct. Yep. All that math. Yeah, so do you know what the um, traditional anniversary gift is for three years? Uh, is it a book? No. Traditional is leather. So I didn't get you anything that's leather, <laughs> but I think I think if you just walk outside your apartment right now, uh, you could probably find <laughs> something with leather on it to consider your gift. Yeah, I don't have to look far to uh, get me some, some nice leather around here. Dude, it's funny looking at like traditional versus modern gifts because modern gifts is crystal and glass, which sounds much cooler for an anniversary gift. Next year, though, if anyone's planning on sending us anything, if you want to go traditional, it's <laughs> listen how lame this is. So for the fourth anniversary, you know your your wife back in the day would have gotten fruit or flowers. Today, and this might be even more sexist, appliances. <laughs> like, honey, I got you a new stove to cook on. Happy anniversary! Here's a toaster. Yep. Exactly. So that's uh, that's so. There you go. If anyone wants to send us fruit or flowers, I would wait till much closer to the fourth anniversary. Um, but you know what? I could use a new microwave. So anyone wants to send that, you can send it now. And we'll consider it as a gift for uh, for next year. We got those edible arrangements now. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> what do you think it is? Before we get into what it actually is, <laughs> I have no idea. Are they flowers you can eat? No, it's like a kind of like a bouquet setup, but instead of that, it's fruit. So oh, it's kind of you know, like a combination of of the, the traditional gift. Yeah, there you go. Did did anyone send you one of those for for our third anniversary? <sighs> Zero people did. Zero people did. But at the top of the episode, we got a call. Now, here's the thing. You notice the person who called did not did not leave their name. But here's what I'm thinking. 
I went ahead and I googled the area code that came from. It came from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Do you know who we uh, who All lives right. in Minneapolis, Minnesota? Um, yeah, we got uh, our longtime friend of the show, an awesome guy, and actually warmed and bound anthology contributor jesse lawrence right is that who you're talking about well yeah but no i mean no that's not who i meant yes he's from minneapolis but i want you to think about this the person did not leave a name and then they composed some music <laughs> for us so is i'm it, thinking oh prince it's goddamn prince how cool is that for a third anniversary gift that's that's huge that's yeah, really I mean, you heard him just play the music right like happy yeah. an- happy anniversary here's what i'm doing for you guys and it was all tinkly one. and stuff. Yeah, the purple one, dude. That's so goddamn cool. That's that's almost as cool as when James Patterson called to wish us a uh, happy first anniversary. Oh, that's nice. Prince. Good job, Prince. Thanks, Prince. At any rate, we'll have some more calls um, probably throughout the episode, I'm thinking, right? Yeah, we got enough. We got to kind of spread them out, spread it out a little bit. Yeah, we'll just we'll put them in over any boring parts that you and I talk about. Yeah, well, it's kind of my choice because I get to cut it in. So that's true. So Literally. let's start with with this. No one got us anything for our anniversary, which kind of sucks, right? Yeah. But yeah, we fuck did all, decide. Nope, they're dead to us. <laughs> that's right. All of you are dead to us now. But see, we're not like you. We think about you guys, and in the very um, European tradition, um, where you know the the guy whose birthday it is has to like buy the drinks and stuff, which is just fucking terrible, if you ask me. But in that tradition. <laughs> We're giving something to our listeners. Dude, this is huge news. We've This is the news where we've been like, oh, we hope it goes through. Oh, we hope we can say it soon. And like, this is the news. we got big news. Mm-hmm. So anybody who's been listening for a while um, will know that we have a bit of a relationship with Seth Harwood going back all the way to AWP in Chicago with the wrong kind of reading at the Galway Arms where he read... Um, a bit from his uh, story or book, I mean, Young Junius. In that time, we've kind of uh, talked a bit here and there. And in Seattle, we kind of hatched an idea that his is now coming to fruition. And um, what I mean by that is we, the Booked Podcast and Seth's Crime Wave Podcast, are going to be collaborating in uh, creating mutual content. And Livius and I will be taking over a lot of the hosting duties for that podcast. Hostile takeover. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Something like that. Rob in in Seattle had a gun that uh, that he bought off some guy on the street and put it into Seth Harwood's ribs and said, we're taking crime wave, bitch. Is that how he, it went? He That's respected my criminal went. tendencies so much that he had to say yes. <laughs> yes, so... Um, yeah, so we'll be joining the Crime Wave family um, beginning the, well, I don't know, the, well, the first episode will be this month. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this. So for those of you who haven't um, heard of Crime Wave, um, by and large, it's uh, audio stories that have a criminal slant to them. So um, you'll hear a little bit of us. You'll hear an author read um, his story or in some cases, perhaps the first chapter of, a, of an upcoming book. And then you'll hear us talk again some more. Yeah. Um, it's it's a podcast that's been around for, more, for a while and has built up quite um, a following. So 
we're really excited about that. Some of the names that I saw just kind of browsing through the back catalog are pretty awesome. And people that are friends of our podcast, like Jedediah Ayers, Frank Bill, Nick Corpon, Seth himself, and just like a ton of other people. So uh, it's going to be nice to continue and uh, contribute to that uh, awesome tradition that Seth built. He essentially made um, like the first like audio story podcast for crime, which is pretty awesome. It's very, very awesome, and we're very, very thankful that uh, Seth is willing to have us on board. And those hosting duties, again, will begin very, very soon. So um, we're still kind of working out details. Maybe you'll be able to catch those episodes here, but what you want to do is just go subscribe to Crime Wave, and that's Crime, C-R-I-M-E-W-A-V, on the iTunes. Right on the iTunes. Yeah, so we, we so in the tradition of us... Um, having big anniversaries, we decided to announce a project that gives us even more work to do. Am I right about that? That's, that's absolutely, that's absolutely right. More work for you to do. More work for me. <laughs> let's, let's um, be fair about this. I analyze this. You're like, yeah, what do you think of this? And I thought, how much work is this for me? And I was like, it's almost no work for me. Yes, we're in. All right. But that's not all the free shit we decided to give you guys because, um, apparently we are, uh, just against the idea of money and receiving any <laughs> we have more free stuff to give you that usually would cost you something i was gonna play this up like this is such a great thing we're doing but let's face it we're sick and tired of trying to sell the book to anthology to people i mean that's really what it boils <laughs> down to right it's just it's too much goddamn work so starting tomorrow tomorrow being april 2nd in case you're late listening to this i don't know why you would be um, for five days, the booked anthology will be free on the Kindle store. That's huge. That is pretty goddamn big, and that's pretty generous of us, I must say. That's a saving uh, savings of $7.99. At least. At least that much. So, so go get it. Go share it with your friends. Hey, if you bought a copy, um, sorry you didn't wait eight months to get the free one. Um, but go ahead and download another <laughs> copy um, and uh, and help uh, help the book anthology get to the number one list on literature, fiction, stories, weird, buy a podcast. That would be the <laughs> category, right? I'm trying to think of which one. Yeah, would get the I'd be one astonished if we weren't at the top of that one already. <laughs> so, absolutely share it. Um, enjoy it. Um, please leave a review um, or shoot us some feedback directly or do both. So, um, you know, we've gotten some direct feedback from people, which was really, really great. Um, very uh, exciting to hear what people have to think about it. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, just keep it to yourself. Let's be honest. Nobody wants to go down that route. Yeah, we don't need any negative bitches around here. Exactly. They've, you've got me. More do you fucking need. Yeah, exactly. That's way, that's <laughs> far more than enough. See? So. <laughs> And and while we're at it, if it's already free on Kindle, um, you know, you can get it that way. But but listen to this deal. If you buy the print copy, you'll get a free edition um, of the booked anthology on ebook and some kind of matchbook. I don't know what Rob's talking about, but there's a matchbook thing (laughs) where you get a matchbook (laughs) and a T-shirt with a picture of some kind of teddy bear or something on it. Carol the crayon. I don't know what something i don't know you maybe you might have to explain all that technical mumbo jumbo um (laughs) i think you're making it overly complicated essentially if you buy the paperback edition on amazon you get the ebook for free 
See, I was worried, mm. dude, because you had this matchbook thing on there. Like, people are going to set fire to our goddamn book. <laughs> I'm not in control of what Amazon names their promotions. Although, if anybody really wants a picture, a shirt, a t-shirt with a teddy bear on it, um, I think we can put you in touch with the right people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Harold the Crayon is actually what I was going for, but I couldn't pull it up fast enough. So... <laughs> So there you go. Two different ways to get the booked anthology for free. One of them is you buy a copy of the print book. That's what we would prefer. The other way is uh, just be a cheap bastard. Just go download it. That's right. Yep. Either way, you're reading. This is what you're getting. You're getting 25 excellent stories by people who have been on this podcast and and therefore have supported our podcast. So um, we're all winning, you know. Like you're just winning a little harder because you're saving money. We're just we're giving it away. Can I just say that there are 27 excellent stories in the ebook version? Oh, you just blew my mind. I forgot. There's bonus content in the ebook. Another reason to get it, especially now that it's free. So if you bought the print copy because you're all against the digital stuff, I'm doing weird things with my hands right now. Um, <laughs> pick up pick up a copy of the booked anthology in its ebook format. You will get two additional stories, one by the very talented Pelavia and one by Rob Olson. All right, I can't handle all this giving away free stuff stuff anymore. We have to move on to something else. Yeah, let's do that. We have a bunch of other calls that I think we're going to run. So uh, why don't you go ahead and pick one? Which one Which one do we want to hear? All right, so I think we should run a um, longtime friend of the podcast, Michael Gonzalez. Michael P. Gonzalez called up and left us a really nice message. So uh, here it is. Michael Paul Gonzalez here, just calling to thank the book podcast for the life lessons they give me. Now every time some wild-eyed, eight-foot-tall, flat-shot Amazon troll grabs my neck, taps the back of my favorite head up against the barroom wall, and he looks me crooked in the eye and asks me if I paid my dues, well, I just stare that big sucker right back in the eye and remember what the old cast always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Mike? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. Thanks for three fun years, guys. Bye. All right. I'm not really sure what any of that was, but thank you sincerely to Michael <laughs> Gonzalez for calling. <laughs> I don't know what it, what just happened there. Dude, do you have you not seen Big Trouble in Little China? No, no, I've never I've never been to Asia. <laughs> the Kurt Russell movie that was out in like the late '80s or early '90s or something. Oh, you know what? That sounds vaguely familiar, but no, I did not see that. Oh man, I can't remember the name of um, uh, his character. It was Jack something. Snake. Jack Russell. No, that's a Jack terrier. Snake. Oh. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's Escape from some bullshit, right? Escape from. I didn't see that either, but I think. Uh, where's David James Keaton when we need him? Yeah, where? Hey, where is David James Keaton? Where is that son of a bitch? Off doing trivia oh. somewhere. Uh, anyway, that was a uh, it was a bastardization of um, a big quote from Kurt Russell's character in Big Trouble in Little China, um, which I really appreciate. I don't know why he chose to go with that, but um, it was kind of funny. Dude, the later these calls came in, the weirder they were. Like time time wise, like not later date, but like the later in the evening, like the yeah. calls got weirder and weirder. So. I would like to say, not only is uh, Michael a good friend of the show, but if you're ever in L.A. and you need a hatchet, <laughs> he can bring one to you. Don't ask why we needed one. Wait, I thought it was a hacksaw. Oh, all right, a hacksaw. Maybe it was a hacksaw. Was it? A, yeah, it was a hacksaw. Yeah, forget it. Who needs a hacksaw? Hatchet would have been really cool. We probably should have used a hatchet instead. Yeah, well, yeah. there you go. Either way, it got the axe. 
Oh, total inside joke. Don't say it. That's what uh, happens Michael. when we don't have books to talk about. Yeah, no, we just kind of ramble. <sighs> so directionless. Um, I'm looking forward to Michael just has, uh, well, kind of has or had. It, it almost released a little bit early, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. The book is called Miss Massacre's Guide to Murder and Vengeance. It's being put out by Perfect Edge, and its uh, official release date is April 25th. But some copies were available online. Looks like it's uh, back to being in pre-order status. Dude, how terrible is Amazon? You're like, I want it out on April 25th. And they're like, oh, it's March 30th. We'll throw out a couple copies. No, 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 back to pre-order. Like, can what happens there? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, but Gordon Highland posted a picture of him holding the book on Facebook and caused a big stir, and now it's sold out again. All right, uh, this shouldn't be any surprise to anybody. Miss Massacre's Guide to Murder and Vengeance will be coming next month, closer to its actual release date. Um, we'll definitely be reading and reviewing that. Maybe we'll have Michael on. He can explain this big trouble in Little China thing. Yeah, definitely. And we could probably get another chance to talk about amputees, which I always enjoy. You're so fucking weird. <laughs> I'm the weird one. <laughs> you are. So. Um, so I was talking about these late night calls getting weirder and weirder. Dude, Caleb J. Ross. First of all. Um, for, for people who haven't listened to the last few episodes, we, we actually, um, so Rob and Misty Bennett, another longtime friend of the show, um, just helped put together a book called Fuck Caleb J. Ross. And you would think after that, he wouldn't bother calling. You would think, yeah. Yeah. So, but, but he did. And this one came over at like, I don't know, one thirty in the morning or so. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was that Walgreens. Might ex- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might explain some of what he has to say, um, but uh, uh, here's here's Caleb J. Ross. Happy birthday, Booked Podcast. This is Caleb J. Ross, and I also cannot believe it's been three years. I would have assumed that at least one of your listeners would have uh, gathered a mutiny to kill both of you, because that would have been the appropriate and respectable thing to do. But, you know, I will admit I'm glad they didn't because I uh, truly love your podcast. It's it's one of the few podcasts that I honestly look forward to every single episode that comes out. Even if you guys are discussing a book that I could give a shit about, I listen because I know the discussion is going to be great. Um, the, the camaraderie between the two of you is going to be great, and I look forward to every episode. So congrats on three years. All right, so I don't know where to go with this because he was all anti-booked in the beginning, and I think that was his, like, that rough exterior that, you know, like uh, someone who's emotionally unstable puts up. Mm-hmm. And um, then he got to, like, super sappy at the end and everything, and maybe he had gotten uh, gotten through a bottle of his, like, $28 oatmeal stout or something like that, but uh, I think we saw the true Caleb Ross more toward the end there where he... He was uh, talking about looking forward to our episodes and stuff like that. Do you remember when we first started out? He was still doing the Velvet Podcast. He was, and he was actually the first interview we ever we ever put online. First, absolutely. Um, and and I mean, he's been on the podcast a bunch of times. He co-hosted mm-hmm. when we reviewed um, Invisible Monsters remix. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and S, that was a good one. Yep. Um. We've interviewed him since for Warmed and Bound. I think, was that it? Maybe another time? 
We just keep bringing the same people on. There's a, there's a lot. Well, because we like some of these people. Not Caleb, but some of the Not other people. <laughs> All I can say is this. I have to agree with him. When he said he looks forward to our episodes even when he doesn't care about the book we're reviewing, I look forward to our episodes even when I don't care about the book we're reviewing. That does happen. I mean, Haruki Murakami, hello. Yeah, I mean, there there have been some stinkers in there. I'm really glad that we don't have to work with like a, like some kind of random book review generator where it just throws shit out because we're fairly lucky because we pick the things we already kind of think we're going to like Yeah, for the most part. And then when we don't is when it goes bad. Uh, Anne Rice, Fifty Shades of Grey, Haruki Murakami. The Pale King. <laughs> the Pale King. Oh, there was that guy that ripped off Apathy and other small victories. <laughs> uh, yeah, Murder and Other... Um... Yeah, murder, murder and other small victories. Distractions or called, yeah. Uh, <laughs> murder and other Michael Estrin, that's his name. Murder and other yeah. distractions. Yeah, so see when we don't like go looking for books we want to read, that's what happens. So He came to us too. That was why he was like, Hey, I like your podcast, why don't you read this book? And then we were like, Yeah, we'll do it. And then we were yeah. like, Oh, this guy totally ripped this other dude off. Can we can we make a decision in this and this could possibly be an announcement? I think I think we need to I think we need to end something on the on the booked webpage. I think uh. I know I think yeah, so <laughs> here's the whole thing. Michael Estrin hit us up. I think he hit us up through the contact form, right? No, he was actually he sent us he sent the booked page on Facebook a message. Okay. So it's official that we've had the contact form for going on three years. And we have taken exactly zero, zero books from the contact form. We came close on like one, I think. Yeah, but it's almost like I get offended when someone sends something in on the contact form. I don't know what it is. I'm like, ah, somebody used the contact form. They couldn't even hit us up on like Facebook or Twitter or in our email or anything. All right, but the psychology behind it is if someone has the ability to use a contact form, they think that there's like a level of satisfaction of knowing that they got to us. Mm-hmm. And then if we ignore it, you know, hey, maybe they're just busy. I think it's like a nice thing to do by stringing oh. them along. Oh, I was gonna see if we could put if we could put it down, just put it down. But <laughs> you want to keep it. Well, what we should do is just start reading all of the requests. You remember we had those guys with that weird book, like it was something about like how to be a man and like three steps or something really weird that like just was. <laughs> do you remember what I'm talking about like that really ridiculous no. one? There was that one that I actually had to read the section on how like smoking is bad for you. Like I, I know oh, I read yeah. it on the podcast. Yeah, whatever that was. Those clowns. Those clowns. Remember the gay cowboy erotica? There was the gay cowboy erotica, um, which <laughs> in, in retrospect we've probably reviewed worse. Um, oh, there was the, the guy who uh, wrote the, the his um, autobiography, and it was like about like fishing or something. The guy was like 130 years old. I remember that. There was also the guy that fought in like... Um, some war, like it had to be World the War Civil II. War, the Civil War, the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I that's think that physically possible, yeah. but unless he's immortal, might have been, might have been. <laughs> All right, so the rate. contact form, I will give you, it has not yielded any real quality results. Except Here's for what maybe I'm us say. joking. Here's what I'm going to say. Anybody who's listening to this episode, don't use the contact form. <laughs> <laughs> that's so the it's test. there. We're never going to take anything off of it. <laughs> How about we leave it? Here's the thing. Because, you know, uh, whenever uh, a writer is uh, submitting uh, a piece of work to a publisher or a literary magazine or whatever, 
Um, it's always recommended that you know the um, the place you're sending stuff to by reading issues mm-hmm. of their stuff or whatever it is. Right. So this is like our way of knowing that you don't listen to us. Because we're going to tell you right now. We're going to leave the contact form up. But if you listen to the, the podcast, we will tell you if you submit via the contact form, we will never review your book. How's that? Dude, I've got one better. Put it right on the contact page and still watch them come in. <laughs> oh, that's the best. I think I think we we got a winner. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> At any rate. Sorry, I was just the contact for <laughs> So, all right. I think we're ready for another call-in. Go for it. All right. So... We have the, we've had this number now for two and a half years, maybe at least two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, once in a while, we get a phone call. But I will tell you, the hardest core fan of this show is the Walgreens. That's probably not that far from where <laughs> Rob lives. Now, for anybody, I don't know if Walgreens is an actual like nationwide chain. If it's anywhere, it's 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 a pretty big drugstore chain. So I don't know if there's Walgreens out on the West Coast or whatever. But somebody at some point gave that number to them. So. <laughs> Every time they have a prescription filled, which is goddamn it, like twice a week sometimes, they get a phone call or they call the the phone number. We get a voicemail message saying that their prescription is ready. Now you would think the decent human beings would call back Walgreens and be like, "Listen, you have the wrong number. Get a new number because someone might actually need their prescription." Nope. We look at it and we go, "Ah, fucking Walgreens called." Yep. But and this then just time, move on with our lives. Yeah, this time Walgreens actually called and it was for us. Well, us. <laughs> Well, yeah, it was for us, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I don't know. Let's let let's let the listeners decide. This is a message from Mister Booked. Hi, this is the first at the Walgreens over on Clark. I'm just calling to remind you that you need to pick up your medication, your 100% legal medication that you need to live. Seriously, Livius, come pick up your shit already. I can't hold this black tar forever. Now, I I don't know how to approach this. Liv- All right, so the the entire time I've known Livius, he's been a smoker, and I'm not really a big fan of smoking, but it's his life. I'm gonna let him do what he wants to. Uh, but I mean, like, I don't know. I think this is serious. I, are you are you doing heroin, dude? I thought well, tar tar is for the the stuff you use on the roof, right? The black tar. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I'm completely lost. All I know is that somebody apparently at uh, this podcast needs some medication. It's probably not me because I'm wired pretty solid. I think, right? Maybe I don't know. Now. He said, "Livius, your black tar." Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know what any of that is. Can we move on to something else now? Uh, I think you're avoiding the issue. Goddamn podcast interventions. They never work. Do me here. Uh, we'll solve this right now. Mm-hmm. When you have you ever like just been sitting down and nodded off like like just like kind of nodded off to sleep with your like a lit cigarette still in your mouth? Dude, that's like half the episodes we do that happens. You usually go into where you do your wrap up. I fall asleep. Sometimes the cigarette <laughs> landing in my lap wakes me up. See, See that's, that's like the... once a week. That's telltale junkie uh, activity, behavior. We might have to take you uh, into rehab. 
I ever tell you my theory on drugs? And I know I, this this is probably gonna upset some people. I, I did, do you need to get that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't get heroin. Like I don't get heroin. Like here's what I get. Now I want you to think about this in terms that David James Keaton could understand. Let's think about movies, right? Mm-hmm. You see kids in a movie, they're doing ecstasy, right? That looks like a lot of fun. All right, they're jumping around, they're all sweaty, they're rubbing up on each other. I can get behind that. Like in the Matrix movie? Yeah. I could get I could get behind that. Right? You see people on Crystal Meth in a movie. They're like running around, cleaning their house and shit, like, you know, they're getting stuff done. Totally cool, right? I just watched a video from Steel Panther from their new album. They're at a party. They're doing coke off like some some girl's breasts like Ron Jeremy's there. Like this, I understand. I can support this. Every time I've ever seen heroin usage, it's someone fucking drooling on themselves. Like nah, how dude. can that how can you want that to be the end result of what you're doing? Didn't you see the movie Rush? No. Oh man, there's a scene in Rush I remember because I was like way too young to be watching this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh hold on, not the one that's new that's got uh the you know Thor in it, but there's one from like I swear there was a movie yeah, it's called like the Rush. mid nineties, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? I, I don't I don't think I saw it, but I remember it being kind of a big deal when it came out. It's about a cop who gets an undercover cop, right? Who gets yeah. hooked on, on drugs. Yeah. Yeah, and there's this crazy <laughs> this is like so terrible, but this is the literally the only scene I remember. And you're gonna probably tell me to like cut this from the episode, but there's this one scene, they're all like Jones and it's like this undercover guy. I think the girl was also undercover, but they're like together and mm-hmm. they're freaking out and they're having a breakdown and he just throws her on the bed and they start like having sex and I was like what the hell is <laughs> I couldn't understand what you know like the I in my mind heroin led to frantic lovemaking <laughs> till like you know till I learned about music and then heroin led to like death and after making good music gotcha yeah I've never seen it portrayed in any way other than someone and like the needles always just like hanging out of their arm yeah and they're just drooling on themselves yeah did and you I keep see thinking mm-hmm. I'm going to another movie now, Gia, with Angelina Jolie. I did see that. Yeah, because lots of boobs and everything, but that's another that's another negative. That's another black mark for uh, for black tar. Yeah, she did uh, not. She the boobs stopped coming because she was all about that heroin. <laughs> that's the first thing that happens is they put the boobs away. I don't know if that's what happens. <laughs> I, that could happen at any rate. <sighs> now that now that you've lectured me on my drug use, can we move on to something else? Uh, all right. Well, this 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 topic is not over. We have to readdress this at some point. If there are any drug addicts in our audience, I apologize yeah, for our insensitivity. Yeah. Yeah, but stop drooling on yourself. That's really <laughs> all I'm trying to say. Take the good drugs is what Livy's trying to tell you. Yeah, there are some out there. You get what I'm saying, though, right? Like, they look appealing. Like, yes, I'm sure there's all kinds of really crappy, like, side effects and, 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 and consequences. But at least when you're using them, you look lively and happy. It's true. And appearances are really what matters. Right. Jesus. So, okay. Now, this next little uh, bit isn't a call-in so much. And it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a mixed bag here. So, for the last, is it almost two years now Skip Papersley's been with us? It's been a while. Yeah. Um, and Skip has been absent of late, as uh, loyal listeners may have noticed. But Skip did did 
um, he, he brought he brought some book news for uh, for our two year or I'm sorry for our three year two hundredth um, an- anniversary episode. I don't know what I just said. I think I just said we've been around for two hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> we've done three episodes in two hundred yeah. years. It's been fantastic. There are podcasts out there like that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of actually a lot of book related podcasts really kind of work at that pace. Yeah, so any rate, but um Skip did uh <laughs> did uh did bring us some book news and like I said it's kind of a mixed bag, so I guess we'll we'll talk about that after the fact. This is book news. I'm Skip Papersley now for the what what is it? What Teen Men Okay. You're interrupting my report here, but Oh Gene Teenman, intern here at Book News, has just handed me a special report. A uh, breaking news story. Let's see what it says here. Uh, famed writer Gillian Flynn, oh great, uh, has just recently announced her divorce from Skip Papersley. It appears she's leaving him for Gene Teenman. News in turn. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a professional here. Let's try to continue on with the news. Um. Uh. Your New York Times bestsellers and fiction recap here. It's a. Uh, Number five is, well, team, why the fuck did you do this to me? I'm gonna murder you so bad. fuck just happened <laughs> i uh i don't know man but apparently skip the way i see it it's he's on the market ladies he's single you heard what just happened right <laughs> this is that's, excellent news that's certainly one way to look at it. i mean i was more focused on like what sounded like um a body falling from a window onto maybe a parked car <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I don't know what all that was. All I keep thinking is, you know what? He's not tied up with that goddamn Flynn girl anymore. That's true. She was true. no good for him. Yeah, she was probably just holding him back, if you think about it. Well, here's the whole thing. We used to get really regular content from him. He was totally in love with her, right? Then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my wife. And then it got to be every two weeks, every three weeks, once every two months. So obviously, she was keeping him from what was important in his life. Yeah. Which is us. Yeah, not really. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm not a big fan of that Gene Teeman guy. Yeah, I don't. I've, I've never heard. I didn't even. I, I didn't know he had an intern. We don't. How the hell does he get an intern? We don't even have interns. I know. I know. So, any rate, I will tell you this: if I'd like to see Skip Papersley with one of our, uh, you know, female friends of the show, it would have to be this this next one from this next call. Yeah, um, this uh, Nikki actually came onto our Nikki Gurley came onto our radar um, through Michael Gonzalez and his anthology "In Search of a City: Los Angeles in a Thousand Words." 
uh, which she had a story in, and we were enamored by. Um, so we've known about uh, of of her and known her for a while, and I got to spend some time hanging out with her in Portland. But I'm envious of one thing you did while you were on your trip. I think hanging out with Nikki Gurling is that one thing. Yeah. And here's uh, here's our next our next call in Nikki Gurling. Hey, Problivious, this is Nikki Gerlane, just wishing you a happy 200th episode. Hope all is awesome, and I'm thinking of you guys. Bye. Love you. I just love that Nikki Gerlane. Um, she's always been a huge, ever since we first mentioned her story when we reviewed that anthology, she's been a huge supporter of the podcast and um, just always super positive and, and doing everything she can to get uh, uh, more people to listen to us. So I love that girl. Dude, she gave us a nickname. She did. Throb Livius. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, there are other people who give us a nickname. You fucking assholes. You know. And, and, <laughs> you know but th- that one's actually like she didn't just reuse other words. She actually made that up. So collectively, we are Throb Livius. Yeah, it's got kind of a sexy connotation to it, uh, but a little mystery, too. There's a lot of mystery to it. <laughs> I will say that. It's not, I don't know about the sexy, but it's definitely mysterious. Um, so, Nikki, we love you too, by the way. Just saying. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to getting more Nikki. We had her on once for an interview. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to having her. We should bring her more into the fold and having her more uh, on the show with whatever she's got coming up on the horizon. Absolutely. A collection, I believe, is next. There's probably going to be a lot of, of two-dude stories in that. I love those two dudes stories. Like we should just do a whole two dudes thing. I don't know what that means, but we. We'll I don't know, out. but I'm pretty sure this podcast is hosted by two, two dudes. dudes. Yeah. Oh shit! I don't want to get many of those crazy shenanigans those guys get involved in. I'm way too lazy for that. Yeah, I don't want to. If I, I don't know what I would do if ever confronted by a masturbating squirrel. <laughs> you that talks. Rico, Rico Suave. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> oh, all right. So changing gears a little bit, um, you know, it's not just always all about us. I mean, it's mostly all about us. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with saying that. But I will say that friend of this show, even though we didn't get a voicemail from him, Michael Wilson, dude, just went and, like, got married. Yeah, didn't we just congratulate him on an engagement, like, a, two episodes ago? Dude, we did. Okay, so here, this is, we're, we're recording this a, a little early. So we're recording this on Sunday night. I think on Friday he was on Twitter, and he's like, oh, picking out playlist music for our wedding. Which was really weird music, and, and he's lucky to have that woman if she let him play some of that stuff that he was talking about. <laughs> I was thinking the same but then, thing. But then, like, I woke up this morning, and it's like, Michael Wilson got married. I was like, oh, wow, that was pretty quick. Well, maybe that's how the Brits do it. Like, you don't dab, you know, dally about for months and years. Mm-hmm. You just kind of like, will you marry me? Okay, uh, I need about two months advance notice to take the time off. So, you know, boom, I'll you know request a weekend. We get married. Bam. I don't know. Maybe that's what they do. Dude, well, he, first of all, you got to find that's a stag and kill a stag or whatever that is. So they got to do that, which is a little weird kind of a ritual there. Remember a stag Craig do, Wallwork is that what he was, called it? Yeah. Walwork was telling us all about that, which I thought was kind of a little weird. But at <laughs> any rate, yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to Michael Wilson of This Is Horror for uh, for getting married over this last weekend. Um, so, see, it's not always all about us. I wonder if she's going to be on the podcast now. Like, she gets half of everything kind of thing. Dude, they're married now. She's going to be, like, yelling at him in the background. (laughs) Stop playing around with your friends on the computer. Well, he's got a... In a really sexy British accent. But then he can do 
the the horrible punchline of now this is horror. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. <laughs> we should write that podcast for him. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, where that's so, it, that's it. So first crime wave. This is horror. You're next. Yeah, we're just gonna do this uh, aggressive expansion. We're gonna be like Agent Smith in in the Matrix. I, I just want to talk about the Matrix today. Where like uh, apparently, <laughs> we, <laughs> this is the second time I brought it up. We just Michael Wilson gets married. We stab our hand into his chest, and then we have his podcast. There you go. That's how it works around here. That's what we do. So, uh, speaking of people who are trying to take over our podcast, um, John Buchterman, who hasn't been on in a little bit, also called in, and I don't really know what this is either, to be honest. <laughs> it is what it is. J.D. Buchterman here with another incredible call to a booked industries. Do you host a literary podcast? Have you recorded 200 episodes? Have you given a three long years of your life? Years that could have been better spent starting a family, helping the needy, or doing anything else at all? Well, then this anniversary message is for you! And what does this audio greeting cost you? The low, low price of free ninety nine. What a bargain. Alright, that was a call. Um, pretty much, I think, he was talking so fast I couldn't tell a lot of what was going on, but I feel like he was making fun of us. Oh, at least you got something out of it. I got absolutely nothing. So, I don't know what that was, but it's cool that he called. Does your phone actually it. ring when you get these calls? No, that would be horrible. I, uh, you know, it's set up to, um, it rings, but it doesn't ring to a phone. It's just a uh, Google gotcha. Voice that goes nowhere. Okay, because <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, and how bad if you answered the call, half the people would just hung up. They'd be like, "I was gonna leave a voicemail." So, what if he just yeah, started that's... talking to me in the John G. Bookerman voice? Oh, I don't know if you could actually pull that off. Well, that's a challenge. Yeah, well, I'm not giving out my home number or my phone. Who has a home number? My cell phone number. <laughs> I was just going to say, but I will. And I remembered you edit this podcast. And that <laughs> foiled. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. All right. While we're on the subject, uh, uh, in case you didn't get it. A. Adam Auten, um, who is John Buchterman, who is also Walgreens on Clark Street and apparently my drug dealer, <laughs> um, is uh, is also Jimmy Pulaski. And over the last, I don't know, year or so has become, actually probably a little less than has become a pretty good friend of this show and given us some really great content. So uh, we're going to run one more call that uh, that he did as, uh, uh, I was going to try to do it, as Jimmy Pulaski. <laughs> I don't know how close that is. You guys decide. But here it is, A. Adam Auten with Jimmy Pulaski. Hey there, fellas. Jimmy Pulaski here down in the booked mailroom with some quick anniversary correspondence. Ira from WBEZ and Public Radio International writes, 200 episodes, eh? That barely sounds like a first act. Let me know when you get to Act 3. Kevin on Twitter writes, I don't know anything about Rob Olson or his podcast, but I'm seriously considering filing a restraining order. Hashtag snooch to the book dooch. And finally, you may already be a winner. Well... I know you guys are winners, and I have 200 episodes worth of proof. Thanks for having me along for the ride. And maybe one of these days, hey, we can talk about some compensation. I gotta say, Jimmy Polanski is probably my favorite of the A. Adam Auten contributions. Um, but I'm wondering why he thought Kevin Smith was gonna provide me with a restraining order. I don't really, we don't really talk about him on the podcast, do we? No, but here's the whole thing. We have mentioned getting on the Kevin Smith network, and I think we talked about when you tweeted him about it. Oh, right. It. 
and nothing gets by fucking Otten, dude. Nothing. I think he like mentions shit that you can maybe hear in the background on my end sometimes. You know, like just just weird. I think he actually breaks down our audio like he's a CSI investigator. That or his mind is like a fucking sieve. Uh, that could be too. We do tend to attract people that are like that. That's true. Um, but it, either way, glad to have um, his contributions. I was kind of thinking silently that lately that um, it's we it was kind of weird we hadn't heard from him because he was pretty consistently sending us stuff for a while so mm-hmm. um, it had been a little quiet and I didn't know whether we were going to get something from him for this so I'm glad he pulled through for us yes I am too I like I like triple A triple A is good people yep they come get your car <laughs> he's um that's that it's he must be famous or popular because I see his stickers on lots of cars <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, maybe just maybe I just want to say uh, Adam and Oshkosh whose legs don't work did not send in any kind of audio for us nor did can we start did. talking about the people we were disappointed in that didn't you want me, you want me to start listing people you know I get about this shit well we can get there but uh, the other the other Adam Adam Gowan didn't send anything in either so I think uh, AAA might be moving up on the favorite Adams list that's all I'm trying to say I think I think you might be right. Now that you put it that way, can we? Do you want to talk about people we're disappointed in? Because that would be awesome. No. Well, okay. So I'm disappointing everybody else. There we go. I got, <laughs> I got it. Did you hear way. your voice? You're dead to us. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right. So there are a few other calls that we're not going to have time to get to. Thank you to everybody that called in. It genuinely does mean a lot to us. The fact that you listen. Um, means a lot to us um, any kind of interaction anybody who's ever sent us a note that's kind of what keeps us motivated and keeps us going so uh you know we appreciate you rob i appreciate you and all the hard work you do for this podcast oh thank you yeah. i appreciate you right back my friend thanks you appreciate when i point at things and go let's do this yeah i realize like how much like effort goes into finding a good book to read um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really thankful I don't have to worry about that. But I will say that there's Dude, been some rough. books where I'm like, we need to read this over and over over the last couple of months, and Livius has been very gracefully pushing them back and pushing them back. So I think that's his nice way of saying, no, I picked the books. <laughs> that's not at all what it is. Mm-hmm. There were two, and I have valid reasons for both of them not being read. Mm-hmm. One of them is a dead-to-me thing. Which I'm sure you you already understand. You probably didn't understand it the first six months or so, but I think you got it after that. So, yeah. No. The other one's about werewolves. We're totally going to read that at some point. It just may be down the down the line. Promises, promises. <laughs> Speaking of werewolves, did you notice when we were talking to Stephen Graham Jones, he very quickly, and very subtly mentioned that he had written a werewolf novel recently. Yes, yes, I did. I did notice that. But that's the thing, dude. If you wrote a novel or I wrote a novel, like there would be billboards and like <laughs> T-shirts and stuff. To him, it's no big deal. Yeah. He's like, meh. I wrote a book. What I did notice is him saying that next time he's on the show, he can give us the history of werewolves. I'm really excited about that. His, uh, have you watched the ten minute video about uh, zombies? I'll be honest, dude. You know, you put that in the notes we talked about in the last episode. I didn't know that existed. Somehow I missed yeah, I po- that. Yeah, I posted it on Facebook a while back, and when yeah. when we were going to have him on, I went through and I watched it, and and it's um, 
that just just as fast and just as mind blowing as as the three minutes he gave us off the top of his head when we interviewed him, but like, um, so much info. It's insane, and, it, and he didn't run off a script or anything, and it wasn't really edited. It was just like bam, uh, off the top of his head, the knowledge pouring out. It was just insane. I, I think everybody should watch it. I'm going to uh, I'm going to make it a point to do that. Um, but and we didn't talk about this at the end of the last episode because we weren't sure this was going to be a thing. Um, but not for nothing. Totally going to be our next episode. Yeah, the second person, um, former detective PI type story that we were talking about. I'm going to call a little bit of bullshit on this right away because, and I think we talked about this off the air. I am a self storage expert as I worked at a self storage facility and lived <laughs> there for a while. I'm already calling bullshit on the security guard that, that, that is hired to be there, but we'll talk about more of that when we talk about the book. Looking forward to it. I have the physical print copy of it in my hand as we speak. Oh, and I have an e-version. How perfectly that, uh, that, that sums us up. Yeah. That's like a Kindle matchbook right there. It is. We're going to set some shit on fire. <laughs> I just don't understand. I understand like you know, match and book and where they're going but really but yeah I guess Kindle Fire was already never mind you know, Kindle started it and then they did Kindle Fire so of right. course Matchbook dude next is going to be like Scorched Earth <laughs> and then like Kindle Worlds yeah that didn't fit so mm, much alright well, yeah. you winners. just read something from Kindle Worlds though didn't you oh my god yeah so can I talk about that mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, so we talked about it uh, on a couple episodes recently, but uh, Seth Harwood did um, a novella called As Much Protein as an Egg, which takes place in the world of Kurt Vonnegut uh, under the Amazon World's umbrella. And it's really excellent. It's about 150-something pages, so it's not light. It's pretty heavy for uh, a casual read, um, which I thought it was, and it took me a lot longer than I expected. But uh, the content is fantastic. It incorporates some characters from exists in Kurt Vonnegut novels. It in, invents new characters and um, it, it, pretty much everything I enjoy about the way that Kurt Vonnegut wrote is is um, somehow pulled off by Harwood in this. So uh, It's a really good read and uh, it's $1.99 on Amazon, so how could you not do it? Um, yeah, I heard I heard a little bit on, on Crime Wave, actually. He read the... Um kind of like the introduction which isn't in the story itself right yeah the prologue the prologue yep so um it sounded interesting i read a couple of vonnegut books i'm just honestly i don't the only reason i haven't read is i don't think i actually understand the vonnegut that if i read it i don't think i would get the vonnegutty stuff that's fair yeah yeah so but um yeah very cool stuff and i'm glad to see somebody we know doing something with kindle worlds we talked about it quite a bit um, mm-hmm. You know, when it was being launched, and we were like, oh, look, there's a bunch of Vampire Diaries stuff and some Planet of the Apes. But regardless, it's nice to see uh, a very established writer um, that we know taking advantage of, of that medium to be able to, to legitimately tell a story or continue a story or however you want to look at it that was started by somebody else. Yeah, it's really good. This is what I wrote uh, when I did a post about it on Facebook. I said, it is a great bit of writing that was simultaneously unique, an homage, and a eulogy for an incredible man. And if that doesn't make you buy it, you are all fucking soulless like us. 
Like me. Like like Livius and like me. Yep. Soulless. That's us. All right. So once again, we'll recap a little bit of the information. Um, the big, big news that we dropped at the beginning of the episode was that we are k- taking over some hosting duties with Crime Wave and collaborating, doing kind of a crossover with them. Um which is huge, and I'm super excited about. Uh, and here's what you have to look forward to. Not for nothing by Stephen Graham Jones, the review that we're doing, I think is going to be shared over to them. Um, and then the first actual Crime Wave episode that we're going to be um, hosting that's in their traditional format of it being a uh, an audio story is going to be the first chapter of a book called Red House by Kenneth Wishnia, which I looked it up recently. I believe it's coming out uh, in the next couple months. Yeah, and on top of that, um, not only are we giving you more Throb Livius, um, we're also giving you the book anthology free. The next five days, starting on April 2nd, going through April 6th, please, please download, please share. Um, I, I know we didn't do a lot of begging online like we see a lot of authors doing when they have stuff on. Um, just share it. We want everyone to read it. It's great content. Everyone should have access to it. Um, great stories in there, and we're just happy to be able to share it with the world. So read it, then go write a review. Absolutely. Um, want to thank uh, again the people that did call in: Michael Pong Gonzalez, Prince, who I still think might be Jesse Lawrence, uh, Nikki Gerlane, Caleb J. Ross, A. Adam Otten's trio of really weird characters, and um, uh, a couple others that didn't make it uh, onto the episode. Everybody else who didn't call. You are dead to us, and we uh, yeah. hope you never call, because we don't need you. Yeah, see if we call you on your birthday. Yeah, suck it. Right. <laughs> um, and again, um, just kind of just to say it again, thank you so much to the listeners. It's been a wonderful three years. Um, I look forward to doing this every week, and I'm just thankful that you guys allow us to do it. And you got through an entire episode of, of a... Of a a milestone episode without me dropping any statistics. That's my gift to you guys and to Livius, really, more than anything. I think yeah, the I was... <laughs> postmodern uh, third anniversary gift is not dropping statistics. Stats. Um, you did give us a when I was young story, though, in there. That's we didn't true. get away from that. So. Yeah, but it involved <laughs> drugs and kind of rape. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little rapey. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. But, Rob, again, happy anniversary, happy 200th episode. Take us out. You get to close this one out. All right, that's going to wrap it up for three goddamn years of booked, 200 episodes, countless guests, tons of times that we've had to retake and retake saying the same things over again because we um, just stumble over our shit. But uh, just lots of love and lots of awesome times. Until episode 201, I am Rob Olson. And I'm Livia Snedden. Keep reading.
to the best podcast in the world. Happy anniversary, books.